Julie Ryan, noted psychic and medical intuitive, is ready to answer your personal questions, even those you never knew you could ask. For more than 25 years, as she developed and refined her intuitive skills, Julie used her knowledge as a successful inventor and businesswoman to help others. Now, she wants to help you to grow, heal, and get the answers you've been longing to hear. Do you have a question for someone who's transitioned? Do you have a medical issue? What about your pet's health or behavior? Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm so delighted you could join us this evening. It is the first Thursday in March, and uh, I think spring is coming. It's around the corner for most of us. It's already started here in the Deep South, but it's around the corner for some of us. I had a fun day a couple of days ago. I drove to Nashville to see a, a dear friend whose name is Duty, and we've been friends for over 20 years, and she's a countess. She, her family is from Hungary. She's a Hungarian countess. And uh, she was born in this amazing castle that I've seen pictures of. And, and her family lost everything during, during World War II. The Nazis came in and took over their castle and took over all of her family's castles. And I mean, it was, oh my gosh, their family story makes the sound of music look like it's mild. Um, Her mother carried her as a toddler over the Alps to the border of Austria and and bribed our Russian security guard to let them in. I mean, their story is just amazing. So any of you that are listening anywhere in the world, if you guys have any connections to publishers or um, screenwriters or, I mean, this would be an amazing movie or book or even a, you know, a made-for-TV movie like Netflix or Amazon or whatever, you know how they're doing their own movies too. Email me because I'll get you in touch with my friend, Duty. We were talking about it when I was with her in Nashville and we laughed so hard for all those hours that on the drive home, my face was tired from smiling so much. So send me an email and then um, let's see if we can help her. In the meantime, we have several people that have called in to join us this evening, and I have several questions that have been submitted online, so I'll get to as many of those as I can uh, as time allows. So let's go to our first caller, and I believe it's Molly. So Molly, hi, are you with us? Hi, yeah. Hi, Molly. How are you this evening? I'm good. I'm good. Um, How are you? Great, thanks. Where are you calling from? Um, I'm calling from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Okay, terrific. Roll Tide. How are things in Tuscaloosa? <laughs> um, things are pretty good. I'm actually calling because, um, well, two reasons. One is because I think there might be a ghost in my apartment, <laughs> and oh. I'm not sure how to go about that. Okay, what's going on? What happened? What has happened? Um, well, I don't know. There was just like a shift one day of like me just feeling like I wasn't alone. And then so I drink um, tea out of this one mug most mornings. And um, I was really in a routine of it that week. And I was putting it in the same spot. And this one morning I couldn't find it anywhere. So I thought like my roommate took it or something. And later that day, I found out my roommate never touched it. And it was upside down in my refrigerator with nothing in it, just like chilling on a shelf, which I would have never done that. So I just dismissed that as like maybe like sleepwalking, something like that. But then, um, but then, so as soon as, so then my door stopped working, like the door of my room out of nowhere. Like there's no reason for it. And this is all on the same day. My door, the door into just, your bedroom, you mean? Yeah. It just like wouldn't close all the way, which is huh. weird because it's never had a problem. I don't slam it. There's nothing blocking it. Um, just odd things like that. And then just like things going missing, like the TV remote is nowhere to be found. And we only put it in one spot. And it's nowhere. Like, we looked in the couch, like, everywhere. It's just gone. And then, like, I'll just, 
I'll just like wake up in the middle of the night and just like feel like I just heard something and then mm-hmm. nothing's there and I just go back to sleep. When you feel like there's somebody around you, describe to me what it feels like. It just, it feels like I'm not the only one around or like if I'm staring at a certain spot, like my attention is brought back to like a certain spot where nothing's there. But like, mm-hmm. I'll be like, just like looking and be like, hmm, and then just like run back to my room. And I've been like sleeping with my bathroom light on so that like, it just shines through so I can just like see anything if anyone's there really quickly. So, okay. yeah. So that, that must be just freaking you out. I can only imagine. Yeah. And I feel like there's another instance I'm not saying that that was pretty significant, but I'm just like forgetting. Like it's just not coming to me right now, but there was something else. Well, do you have any physical sensations when you have those thoughts? Like is, you know, is the hair on the back of your neck standing up or the hair on your arms or can, do you have any physical sensations? Do you see any shadows? Do you feel like you see something out of the corner of your eye? Do you, or it's just kind of um, a knowing thing. You just know. Well, I, sometimes I feel like I see something out of the corner of my eye, but I think I'm crazy. Like, there's nothing ever there. So I'm like, well, I'm really paranoid. Oh, and I just remembered the other instance. I have, like, a special, like, bright pink comb that I always put in the same exact spot. And after I got out of the shower, like, I was obviously combing my hair. And I slipped, and I fell, like, on the comb, and it hurt. So I obviously, like, I made a conscious effort. Like, I got to put this away, like, so I don't fall on it again. So I put Mm -hmm. it back in my drawer and when I woke up the next morning, it was just, like, out and about, like, not in the drawer. And I knew, hmm. specific, like, specifically, like, because of that incident and because it hurt when I fell on it that I put it away. So mm-hmm. that one, like, that's when I was like, I got to call somebody. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that was not me being crazy. <laughs> Well, it sounds, when you first started telling me this stuff, I thought, maybe this is this is somebody who's a deceased loved one that, that wants you to not be a typical college kid slob. I'm assuming you're a college kid because you're in Tuscaloosa. And, yeah. Um, and, you know, wants you like to clean up stuff. I thought you were going to tell me you found your, your cup that you drink your tea out of in the dishwasher. And I was going to laugh really hard with that. But, anyways, <laughs> no, it's okay. a weird spot. Yeah. Yeah. All right. When you think that you're seeing something out of the corner of your eye, you are. So, I am? Oh, no. Yes, you, you are. You are. So stop negating that because mm-hmm. you are. When you, when you have a just kind of a knowing, you know, there are times when we just know stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You just yeah. know that there's something else going on. You're right. You are. There is. Oh, gosh. Because I just always, like, dismiss it like you're crazy. <laughs> like, calm no, down. You no, know? you're not crazy. You're perceiving a spirit that's around mm-hmm. you. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect to you, and then we'll, we'll see what's up with that and see if we can figure out who it is and see if we can get him out of there. But um, stop discounting what you're seeing and feeling and thinking because you're right. You're right. Okay. Now, the Whew. other thing I want you to know off the top of my head, Molly, is that – Ghosts are harmless. Did you ever see Casper the Friendly Ghost as a little kid where they're reruns? Yeah. Yeah. Ghosts are harmless. They're harmless. They can't do anything to us. We're way more powerful in our bodies than they are in non-physical and spirit form. And if they're freaking you out, just tell them to go away. And they will. Just say, you know, you need to to go away. And they will. And they'll immediately leave. So they're not trying, they're not trying to cause any problems They're depending on who it is, they may be trying to communicate with you. It may be somebody I, this is so funny that you're telling me this. Last night, I went with my dear friend Shari to the place where she gets her manicures. And it's a, it's kind of a spa nail and hair salon place. And they had a ghost there and she said we need need to go do some ghost busting and she said then I'll take you out to dinner afterwards (laughs) (laughs) of course we were supposed to have really bad storms and stuff and so I texted her in the morning and I said well how appropriate is that for ghost busting you know if it's thundering and lightning and storming that's appropriate yeah so it was this woman in this, this was an old house that they'd turned into this hair and nail salon, and it was a woman who 
was there and she lived there in 1934. Her name was Lois and she lived with her daughter, Kimberly. And so we got, I got them reunited and helped facilitate her going on to heaven. But she didn't, that's so nice. Yeah, she didn't realize she was dead. So, but all Mm -hmm. kinds of funky stuff was happening over there too. And it was freaking out this whole beauty salon. (laughs) So, (laughs) I believe it. Adventure. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit. And it's going to go from my body, Molly, and it's going to hook into your body in Tuscaloosa, which everybody that's listening, Tuscaloosa is about an hour west of me here in Birmingham, Alabama. So I'll let you know when I have you on my radar. So it's like a laser beam. It's going to go directionally to you in Tuscaloosa, and it's going to hook in to you. It just takes a second. Okay, I got you. All right, let me see what's going on. Okay, yeah. It's a man. Oh, God. It's a man's spirit. Let me find out what the scoop is with him. He's wearing overalls. My guess is um, your apartment is probably on what was farmland at some point. Um, he looks like a farmer. His name's Johnson. And you, you know what's Oh, cool my about- gosh. That's my roommate's last name. Okay. Well, his name's Johnson. Oh. And sometimes... And, and, and I'm going to talk to him here and we'll find out what the scoop mm-hmm. is with him. But sometimes we can go back and we can look at, um, you know, old property records and titles of property and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and the names I get, I mean, there are records that substantiate what the names are. It's really, really fun. Yeah. So, Do you think that if anything, though, it could be like somehow related to my roommate well, and like have. she's the one getting stuff <laughs> like, yeah, like they're have. trying to go for her but I'm just getting like the kickback yeah well you and you may be more intuitive than she so you yeah, may be able can be to oblivious sometimes wait what you say <laughs> I said she can sometimes be oblivious <laughs> that's hilarious <laughs> okay well oftentimes you know, they're going to appear to people who are more intuitive and we all have the ability. It's just learning to, you know, to increase it and, and hone it and believe it when you get it. Um, Mm -hmm. So, all right, Mr. Johnson, he's telling me his first name is Stanley. He goes by Stan. Um, What's your roommate's first name? Kelsey. Kelsey. He's telling me he's not related to Kelsey. Okay. okay so it's a coincidence. <laughs> he's saying this is my property. Okay. He's saying he lived there in 1947. So hmm. um, now he's telling me he was a cattle rancher. Were there cattle ranches in Tuscaloosa? That's something you can look up. Mm-hmm. He was a cattle rancher. Sure, he raised cattle um, on his farm. I don't know why these little girls are on my property, is what he's telling me. <laughs> okay, let me um, see if I can. He, j- he just doesn't know he's dead. Mm-hmm. So let's see if I can get him to um, go on. Oh, funny. I just asked him about your teacup. I said, why did you put her teacup in the refrigerator? He said, I just put it in the cabinet. He thought it was a cabinet, which which makes sense because back in the 40s, they didn't have refrigerators that look like our current day refrigerators. Yeah, that's true. So that would make sense. So he thought he was helping you. All right. Uh, And, you know, and we can talk another time and we can find out specifics about your remote and other things. But let's, you know, let's see what we can to get him to go into the light. Um, Okay, what I've done is I've asked his deceased family members to come and get him. And heaven, to me, Molly, looks like this big wall of brilliant whitish, yellowish light. And it's like, doesn't have a top or a bottom, and it goes out from side to side. And 
and it has a little bit of a plasma membrane-like consistency to it, a little bit of a rubbery feel to it. And so Mm -hmm. I can see that his family is off in the distance. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to see if I can get him. Okay, he just walked through the plasma. And by plasma, I mean, if you've ever seen a, a commercial or anything with a plasma screen where it looks like you can touch it and then it looks almost like ripples in a pond and then it 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 um, solidifies and you can't see where that was touched. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yeah, no, that does. Okay, all right. So what I did was I got him to go into the light. The other thing that I just did, Molly, was I raised the vibrational level of your um, apartment to be really, 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 really high, which will, will, I think, keep spirits out of there in the short run. Oh, that's okay. awesome. No, I <laughs> don't know that he'll come back, but contact me if he does and I'll work on him again. But I think, awesome. I think you, should, you. you should be okay. The big thing out of this, though, is pay attention. You've got, you're getting intuitive messages you you have intuitive capabilities we all do yours yours are more developed than obviously your roommates and probably a lot of others so mm-hmm. that's just another source of information for you and here's something that you can do um to get information you can ask yourself a question in your head like is it in my best interest to and then finish the sentence and the first thing that comes into your head molly is going to be the answer from god the universe angels your spirit guides i mean everybody okay Mm -hmm. so is it in my best interest to is it in molly's best interest will you live in that apartment next year uh no i'm living in a different complex okay all right. Well, I was going to ask if it's in your best interest to live in that apartment. And I got to yeah. know. That's probably why it's probably why I'm getting a no because you've probably signed a contract someplace else, right? Awesome. <laughs> okay. Good to All know. right. Well, I hope that I hope that information helps. All right. It did so much. Thank you so so much. Okay. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in. Right. Take care. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Okay. Well, that was fun. That's so funny. Two Ghostbusters adventures and two nights in a row. Uh, So the times when I've gone to places before um, to help ghosts go on to heaven, ghosts are just spirits that don't know they're dead. And, um, And the times that I've done it before, I swear, I think every time that I've done it in person, it is just storming like crazy outside, which I just have to laugh because, you know, that's so fitting with the movie and TV business and everything. So I believe our next caller is Samantha. Hi, Samantha, are you with us? Yes. Hi, I'm here. Hi there. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Where are you calling us from? Um, I'm calling from Tuscaloosa, Alabama as well. Okay, terrific. Well, how um, are things with you? Well, I don't know. Like, I haven't really been feeling like myself for a couple of months. And, okay. um, I wasn't sure if it was like anxiety or if something else was triggering it, but I was wondering if you like would have any insight as to what could be like affecting me. Yeah. So are you just feeling stressed? Are you feeling sick? Are you feeling what? Um, I guess like mentally, like I get really sad a lot. Um, okay. I do get stressed out as well. Um, it's just a whole bunch of things. I feel all different emotions at all different times. Okay. Sad, like depressed, sad or sad, like momentarily sad? Momentarily. Okay. All right. And then what do you do to make yourself not be sad anymore? Um, I just kind of, I try to avoid it and continue on with my day and like do things to distract me from being sad. Or sometimes I'll just kind of like isolate myself. It really depends on how like severe it, it is. Okay. All right. Let me, what I'm going to do is I'm going to hook into you energetically, like what I was just mentioning to Molly. Yeah. There'll be a laser beam that'll come from my body here in Birmingham and it'll go west to hook into you in Tuscaloosa. Okay, I've got you on my screen. All right, yeah, you've got you've got what I would call brain fog. So you have some depression energy in your head. Um 
Okay, let me see what's going on. What that looks like, Samantha and everybody, is it looks like fog, but it's dry fog. You know, the fog that athletes run through when they're coming onto the football field or onto a basketball court, those, the fog, those fog machines make. Um, but it's kind of a brownish color, and it's over your your head and inside your head, like over your brain. So let me see. Um, okay, I'm getting it's nutritional, lack of nutrition. What are you eating? What are you not eating? You're a college kid, right? <laughs> yes, I am. So your diet is probably atrocious, right? <laughs> yes. Right. I, yeah. I kind of just eat whatever's in front of me. <laughs> There's no okay. real balance. Okay. All right. So what I want you to do is, um, is I want you to increase your good fat levels. And that means eat, eat an avocado a day. Eat, use um, organic olive oil. Yeah. You know, go get, go get a bottle of organic olive oil. You can get it for five bucks at Target. You know, there's okay. all kinds of different ones that you can get. I want you to um, do your best to stay away from sugar and refined foods. Try and eat stuff that's whole food, like, you know, protein that's whole food, that's not made in a factory someplace. Yeah. Okay? okay. Um, stay away from stuff like... Doritos. Doritos have all kinds of nasty stuff in them. I mean, oh, like they, and they've I got, love Doritos. I know and they're addictive, but they've got um, they've got tons of MSG in it, and they have other other chemicals in them that rupture brain cells, and that can help cause depression. Oh wow! Okay, so stay away from that. Stay away from anything that isn't you know grown or swims, flies walks, you know, as far as an animal, um, try and eat vegetables, pour olive oil on them because that's going to help our, our brains. Are you on speaker? Can you get off speaker? No. Got some feedback. Huh. I got some feedback on there. All right. Well, there's, there's, um, our brains are mostly made of fat. And when we go on a low-fat diet, because we've all been taught that fat makes you fat, well, good fat doesn't make us fat. It's the bad fat that's the, you know, the, satur- the um, polyunsaturated fat, like in vegetable oils and deep-fried stuff and that kind of jazz. So yeah. our brains need fat. When we're, you know, eating a crappy diet, basically, our brains suffer. Okay, mm-hmm. so I want you to go to um, Bulletproof, just like it sounds, B-U-L-L-E-T, Proof, Exec, E-X-E-C, like an abbreviation for executive. So BulletproofExec.com forward slash diet. And you can download a food chart there that will be free for you to download it and eat what's on that. Okay. Okay. And, and that'll help a lot. That's number one. Yeah. Number two, do you meditate? Have you ever meditated? Um, I do yoga occasionally. I don't, okay. I don't know if that counts as meditation, but that's okay. the closest. All right. There is meditation is um, you can do it in like 10 or 15 minutes in a day. And meditation is all about not sitting on a mountaintop, oming all day long, Mm -hmm. but it's more about being able to control our thoughts. And if you can get your diet in line, that's going to help. That's going to be 90% of it. The remaining 10% is going to be if you can meditate, and I'm going to give you a couple of meditation tapes you can go to and download. But the key with meditation is it helps us learn to control our thoughts because when we have sad thoughts or anxiety thoughts or thoughts that are, you know, we would say that they're depressing thoughts, what happens is it's a slippery slope and then it'll trigger another thought and then another thought and before you know it, you're blue, you know, you're depressed. So what meditation does, Samantha, is it helps us control our thoughts in the way that when we're listening to the tape, you know, our mind's going to wander. I mean, unless you've been meditating for years, most Mm -hmm. people are not able to just keep their mind focused for any period of time on one thing. 
And that's just human nature. But what meditation teaches us is, okay, oh, my mind has wandered, and you go back to the meditation. And then you do that enough, it becomes a habit. So in your life, when you're not meditating for the rest of the, you know, 23, almost 24 hours of the day, when you have a thought that's anxiety producing, you know, that would be like an anxious thought or a depressed thought, you can change it. You can say, oh, that's a depressed thought, and then change it immediately to something that's not depressing. Yes. Okay, that makes sense. It's a habit. It's a habit that we can get into and it works amazingly well but you got to give your body the building blocks to help it do that Mm -hmm. so try and avoid sugar my guess is you probably drink alcohol once in a while if you're a college kid so um, you know when you do that be sure that you're eating protein and some good fats and drinking tons of water when you get home to help flush all that stuff out of your system Okay, and here's where you can go um, to download a meditation tape, and they have several of them here, and they're like 10 or 15 minutes long, and they're, they're the ones that I use personally, and if you go to cdbaby.com, mm-hmm. and then in the search bar, type in Gary, G-A-R-Y, Temple, T-E-M-P-L-E, Bodley, B as in boy, okay. O, D as in David, L-E-Y. If you type that in, they're really inexpensive. I think they're like two bucks for a download. Okay. And right. download, it, download it onto your phone. Listen to it whenever you can during the day. You know, if you have time in the morning before you get out of bed, listen to it for 10 minutes. Set your alarm 10 minutes earlier. Or yeah. during the day when you have a break, just listen to it and get into the habit of just noticing, oh, my mind's wandering, and then bring it back to the meditation. And then when it wanders again, go, oh, my mind's wandering. The more you do that, Samantha, then you can, what you can do is when you notice you're having a thought that is, you know, not a thought that would make you happy or make you feel good, you go, oh, that's a depressing thought. And then think of puppies. The meditation, yeah. Or something that makes you smile. Because I'm sure the meditation tapes, like, help you bring your mind back to, like, peace and, like, calming sensations, and yeah, which probably like helps a lot. Yeah. Well, it does, but what I do is I think of something that makes me smile, like my son, Jonathan. You know, if I'm mm-hmm. feeling sad, I just think of Jonathan, and it makes me smile, and it gets you out of it immediately. Yeah. Okay? And <laughs> yep. then then what you're going to do is then it's a slippery slope of positive thoughts. You want to go, that'll make you think of something else that makes you smile, which will make you think of something else that will make you smile. And if we have control over our thoughts, you know, we can choose to think of things that put us in a good mood than things rather than things that depress us. Yeah. It's all about controlling our thoughts and giving our bodies the, you know, the wherewithal to, to help us, you know, have the right brain brain stuff going on yeah. with enough, enough good fats. Does that make sense? Wow, that's, yes, that makes so much sense. And it's so interesting to hear how food can really be a large oh, like, yeah. contributing factor to it, the it way is, like, you feel. Yeah, it's probably 90 to 95% of the equation. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, um, so download that food chart. Follow it as much as, much as you can. And, um, and then, you know, do your meditation thing. And I think, I think it will help you a lot. Okay, wow. Thank you so much. Like you are so nice to have some clarity. (laughs) Okay. All righty. Take care. Bye bye. Bye. Most of us have busy lives and we know that we're not getting the nutrients and the vitamins and the minerals that we need. So I'm always looking for easy ways to ingest them. I found one, it's called Beam Minerals. And what I find is that most of us don't get enough potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Those are the big three. And so what Beam Minerals does is it's put all these minerals in a liquid form that's easy to drink because it tastes like water. It's got all these important minerals and a whole bunch of other ones. And I find that they're really helpful. 
They save me time. They're easy to take. And I suggest that you give them a try. Go to Beam Minerals, B as in boy, E-A-M, minerals, plural.com, and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether, no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B-E-A-M, minerals.com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think. Okay, let's get to an online question here. Um, We have a a question that was submitted from Naomi in Gloucester, England. I'm probably crucifying that. They probably pronounce it like Gloucester or something, Um, England. Anyways, she says, hi, Julie, I am desperate. I've had bad vulvodynia, vulvo... Dynia, I think is how you pronounce it, for years. Sex was always awful as my vaginal skin would split and bleed. I had recurrent yeast infections and UTIs. In 2006, sex became impossible. I felt like a freak and wasn't able to have, quote, normal relationships. Roll on to 2015, and I began getting coccyx pain. I lost my job because I cannot sit or drive. The pain is getting worse and is now involving my groin area and other muscles. What can I do? I can't cope with much more. I spend my days lying down feeling worthless and terrified. And here's my response. Hi, Naomi, you poor baby. No infection is pleasant, but when it's in those sensitive girly parts, it's just plain agony. When I energetically connected to you, I could see you have a massive systemic yeast infection. It isn't just in your vagina, although it's bad there. It's throughout your whole body. The overgrowth of candida yeast is what's causing your problems, including depression, not vulvodynia, or however you pronounce that. WebMD says women with vulvodynia have chronic vulvar pain with no known cause, end quote. I believe the yeast infection is causing your pain and tender tissue issues. So here's what can help. Number one, find a functional medicine doctor in your area by going to functionalmedicine.org and typing in your address. A functional medicine doctor will help you find the cause of your symptoms and fix it. Number two, get your doctor, and I put in parentheses, either your current one or a functional medicine one to prescribe oral nystatin powder. For you. Nystatin is spelled N as in Nancy, Y, S as in Sam, T-A-T-I-N, Nystatin. Nystatin is an antifungal that kills yeast on contact. Mix it with some water and drink it to kill the yeast in your GI tract and then put a tiny bit in a medicine capsule and I put in parentheses, get empty ones either at a pharmacy or online. They, they're um, vegetarian gel capsules. They're what, if you get a prescription at the drugstore and they've got medicine in a capsule, that's what the pharmacists use. So I want her to put a little bit of um, this nice statin in the capsule and insert it vaginally at night or in and in the morning. This will kill up the vaginal yeasties. Number three, get the missing diagnosis by Orion Trust MD and de- de- detoxification and healing by Sydney Baker MD. Dr. Trust's book and the Candida chapter in Dr. Baker's book will educate you on Candida overgrowth. You'll want to be informed when you see a doctor about your condition. Consider taking him or her a copy of those books. Most doctors aren't familiar with all the problems candida overgrowth can cause. That's why it's called called the missing diagnosis. And then point number four, go to bulletproof.com slash diet. That's what I was just telling Samantha. And download the free food chart. Eat what's on it to help eradicate the yeast overgrowth growth in your system. My brain's ahead of my tongue tonight. How I know so much about this yeast stuff is I suffered with it for the first 40 years of my life. And Dr. Trust, the late Dr. Trust was my doctor. He was the leading expert in the world on candida overgrowth. So I've lived it. I know what works. This nice statin is nectar of the gods. I'm telling you, this stuff works great. I still take it after all these years every morning. So 
And then I ended with, best of all, know your condition is fixable and won't cause any permanent damage to your body. Now go get and be well. Naomi, this is fixable. Go take care of it. You know, you just got to get educated on this stuff. And there's lots of information out there about it. All right, we do this show, everybody, every Thursday night at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. And you can find these call-in numbers on the um, description of the podcast on iTunes. If you look up AskJulieRyan.com and you see the feed, it'll have all of my podcasts. And then you, if you um, push on the description, if you click on the description, it'll have this call-in number in there. You can also find it on my website, AskJulieRyan.com, and it's on the bottom of the home page. If you scroll down to the home page, you'll see this call-in information. And while you're on the website, put your name and your email in for um, to be on my newsletter list. And I do a blog every week. It comes out on Thursday mornings. And it's a question that somebody has submitted online, and then I answer it. And it also has this call-in information on it. So if you want to call in, that would be great. Your question is most likely going to get answered if you call in. And if you submit it online, which I love, if you want to do that, that's fine too, especially if you're in a time zone that in another country than the U.S. that doesn't doesn't uh, correspond well with our time zones over here, um, send me an email. And uh, there's a link on the site where you can do that. And then lastly, while you're on the site, schedule an appointment with me and we'll have a whole hour to discuss whatever you want to talk about and we can really do a a deep dive and I can scan you and we can talk to your deceased loved ones and we can scan your pets, get ghosts out of your house, talk about future stuff, whatever you want to talk about. But it it allows us to really get in depth with... um, with whatever your question is. So uh, so consider doing that too. Okay, let's go back to the phones. I believe our next caller is Kathy. Hi, Kathy, are you on? I am. Hi, Julie. Hi, girl. How are you? Doing, doing good. Much better than last week, that's for sure. Terrific. Yeah. Terrific. Well, well I have a, a quick follow-up question about Katie the cat and a quick follow-up okay. question about me. Um she, um, okay, she's so funny. She's cracking me up because she, right, like, two minutes ago, she, like, knew she was on and she crawled it into my arms and her head is right by the phone. <laughs> she's even better than phone. Um, anyway, she, um, um, oh, I just want to make sure there's not a second thing going on with her other than what we already know about with her, her debt that we've got the supplement coming for, I've got the supplement coming for. She, I'm noticing something I haven't noticed before, which is she has, maybe it's been there, but she has, seems to have inflammation in her mouth and her ears, especially on the one side of her body um, and her breathing, which is not uncommon for her over the years. She'll get inflammation. And I was just wanted to check and make sure there wasn't something else going on and that this supplement that I've got coming is going to help her gut and her inflammation. Okay. Before I get her on my radar, please tell everybody where you're calling from and then give everybody listening a brief overview of what's been going on with Katie the Cat. Katie the Cat, everybody, is our movie star mascot (laughs) for this show. So so give everybody that information. Then in the meantime, I'll get her on my radar and we'll see what's going on. Okay. Um, Yes, Katie the Cat um, is like my my baby. And she... um, she has had um, a couple teeth removed here in the last, well, two, well, actually six teeth in the last six months, um, and surgery not really all that many weeks ago. So, um, and it, what happened was they put her on um, antibiotics, and they put her on some um, prednisolone, and they have caused her gut to get really out of balance. So she's all bloated and stinky poops, and, <laughs> and she doesn't feel good because of that. So we're trying to get her back in balance, and Julie's helped me figure out what supplements, people supplement I'm going to give her to help get her back in balance. And I was just asking Julie if there's, just want to make sure there wasn't anything else going on that I needed to be aware of with her. What I'm getting is she's having an allergic reaction. I think with her gut being so out of whack, Kathy, she's 
Um, I'm getting she's allergic to mold spores. What's up with that? Have you had a lot of rain? Uh, or do you have a no. leak? Is there something going on in your house? What's oh, happening? that's so interesting. I love my intuition. My intuition was telling me that there is that that might have been what it was for and for me too because I'm having a little bit of a flare up despite you know everything that I'm doing to help with all that. So yeah, and it's interesting because I'm moving in. Um, I'm moving on probably well sometime next week. Um, okay. I'll be I'll be moving out of this house. But yes, this house has. I was very sick with mold um, several months ago. Um, okay. From an air conditioner unit that had mold in it last summer when I was first house sitting here. So anyway, yes, that, that's so interesting because my gut wondered if it was mold. So that's it's mold. It's mold that's causing those problems. So the sooner well, you get out of there, the better. Well, and in the short term, even, I'm gonna I'm gonna get Amazon to overnight me. I have a really nice Whisper air purifier, um, uh-huh. and it yeah, it, run it really handles that. But it needs a new a, a new permanent filter in it, so it's not working well right now. So okay, so okay. when when people or animals are um, dealing with gut issues. And, you know, like a fungus and candida and whatever, um, what I was talking about earlier, we, we end up being super susceptible to mold. We're like canaries in the coal mine. I can walk into a building. I can walk into a room. I can walk into whatever. And I can tell you instantly if there's a mold problem in there. I mean, instantly, people around me will say, you're nuts, I can't smell anything. Last night, that place where we were ghost busting, I walked in there, and I was like, oh, man, they got mold issues in here. Well, the house was built in the 1920s, so it was really old. And they and while I was there, they had a leak in the ceiling that was happening. So nobody else that was around me had any kind of symptoms or reactions or couldn't tell, but boy, I could immediately. So that's great that you're moving. Get your air purifier in the meantime. Take, continue to take a lot of vitamin C. That will help too. But um, that mold can make you sick. Um, so that's great news. The other thing that's interesting, Kathy, is I got a, a um, question submitted online that has to do with you. So while I have you on the phone, I'd like to read it and okay. let you know how much you're helping others with your questions. So for those of you that have called in in the past, Kathy calls us just about every week and she has a question and some of you may think, oh, I've called her, I can't call again. Call in because you're going to see from this person who submitted this question, Kathy's question has really helped her. So this comes from Joanne, and Joanne lives in Altoona, Pennsylvania, and she asked, hi, Julie. I'm sending you this email because I'm often unable to call you at the time your program is on, and I listen to you each week on my iTunes podcast. Of late, I've been listening to you give advice to Kathy from Cincinnati, Ohio, about her Epstein-Barr. And everybody, this is Kathy who's on the phone with us right now. Joanne goes on to say, I got in touch with you just before your first program aired, and you scanned me and told me that I also have Epstein-Barr. I've done a number of things to help myself, like eliminating gluten, dairy, and eggs, and added a number of supplements. I'm wondering if there's anything else I can do. Would you please scan me again, maybe shoot some of that wonderful healing energy into me, and ask if there's anything else that my body needs. I enjoy listening to you and admire the way that you've been so helpful to others. Thanks. Okay, and here's my response. So, Kathy, feel good about that. Um, Hi, Joanne. Great to hear from you. When I got you on my radar, I could see lots of paramecium-looking critters. They looked just like Kathy's, the color from Cincinnati, and reminded me of looking through a microscope at a drop of water in high school science class. I'm sure pretty much everybody listening did that at some point in their education. We all looked through microscopes. We put a drop of water on a slide, and then we'd be mortified with the number of critters that were you know, microscopic critters that were wiggling around in our drinking water. So that's what I was referring to. I went on to say, and like Kathy, I applied an intense laser-like wide beam of energy to the virus and watched it get killed. I then saw the empty cell membranes get sucked out of your system. 
And by that, everybody, what I mean is there's like this sac that the virus is in. It's a cell membrane wall. It's in the inside of the cell membrane wall. And it reminds me of kind of like if you have a blister on your foot or your heel and you pop it, you know, the skin of the blister is still there even though the fluid is out of the middle of it. So that's what I saw with Kathy and I also saw with you, Joanne, is the the sac that was empty once the virus was killed. And then I watched all these empty sacs, these teeny microscopic little sacs get sucked out of her system. I went on to say, in addition, I got, that means in my head, I got the information that you had an iron deficiency. When I Googled Epstein-Barr iron deficiency, I found lots of articles on the subject. You may want to do some online research on this topic. I also got it would be helpful if you ate more organic fruits and vegetables, especially citrus. Didn't we didn't we get that with you, Kathy? To yeah, eat more we'll citrus? See. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I got that again for Joanne. And uh, and then I ended with hope this information is helpful to you as you continue to heal your body. So Epstein Barr is really I know I talk about Candida a lot. Epstein Barr is really prevalent too. And I read something online when I was researching this for Joanne um, and to answer her question. I saw that kids by the age of five, most kids have been exposed to it. And I thought, holy moly, what is that? So yeah. I'm going to do some more investigation on that. But I know it's very common and it's like uh, systemic yeast is a lot of the time just missed. Uh, it's a missing diagnosis. People don't know yeah. they have it. So that's a problem. So anyways, Kathy, thank you for asking that question about your Epstein-Barr issues. And, um, and you know, for those of you that have called in uh, a time or two, please call back in because when you ask a question, it invariably is going to help somebody else that's listening who's dealing with something that's either the same issue or a similar issue. So thanks, Miss Kathy. Yeah, thanks, Julie. Okay, take care. Have a good week. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. I believe our next caller is Susie. Susie, hi. hi. Are you there? How are yes, you? I'm here. Thank you. Yeah, I actually I had something happening, so I didn't come up at the beginning of the hour, and I didn't know if you'd have time. I actually was just first calling to listen, but it happens every time that I just call to listen that I think of other questions based on things other people ask. And so, <laughs> um, so thank you. There yeah. actually um, a couple of things that came up. One was... Um, I, I was wondering if you're able to do the scan because I fell on one of those hard foam rollers, one of those black foam rollers at the gym when I was trying to do one of my physical therapy exercises last week. So it's been about a week, maybe a week and a couple of days. And I'm trying to figure out where it's hurting and okay. what to do. One of my um, friends thought I should go to the doctor, but I, I don't even know how to explain the area on my back side. And, and if there's anything I need to do about it, and then because um, I don't want to go to the doctor if there's no reason, and right. and then I went and did um, a pedicure and a, man, a massage for the first time in like 20 years, and I I wondered if the um, I think the massage made that a little worse, you know, because I was trying to have her stay away from that area, but it kind of was hard to stay completely away. And then um, I always have been afraid to get a pedicure because I've heard about, you know, people get infections or if they don't clean it right. And my feet have been flared up since then, the pain, you know, and I just hope there was nothing in, you know, if there's any way to tell if there was anything. And the, the, um, the foot bathing did not feel very clean when I you know, was uh, having the pedicure. So those two things were um, the things that I thought of after calling in. Yeah. Is it the left side of your body that you fell on? Yeah, it's the left back kind of lower. Back and um, hip. Well, it's above the hip. It's above the hip. It's kind of below the bra line. Like she said, don't use the foam roller below the bra line, but I fell on it while I was trying to roll the upper part of my back. So it's just kind of below... Uh, where you're supposed to do it, and so, yeah, I don't even know okay. exactly what that area is. But all right, um, I think a chiropractor can help you with that. The thing that it, that it doesn't make any sense is what came up first on my radar when I connected to you. First of all, tell everybody where you're calling from. Oh, San Francisco Bay Area. San Francisco. Okay. So when I connected to you, the first thing that came up was the outside of your left thigh looks all bruised. So I don't know what's up with that. You've got some tissue bruising. I don't know if it's showing up yet, but you've got tissue bruising in the 
tissue on your thigh, kind of like below your hip and down to the middle of the outside of your thigh, and then your back is inflamed. So the tissue issues are on your thigh. I don't know if if your thigh hurts or not, but the energy always, when I get somebody on my radar, um, Susie, the energy always goes to where it's needed first. So, oh, okay. did you hurt your thigh, or did you, have you been working your thigh or something? What's um, up? I think I've, I've been changing my um, my weights. Actually, trying to go down because I felt like it was getting bigger than I wanted. Because I was since I have tennis elbow, I was trying to do heavier leg weights, and so yeah, it has been kind of hurting there. But I didn't know what that was. I thought maybe just a change in weights. But the part that's more hurting is just like I think whatever the tissue is around the left side. Like I guess it's right you know, below right where the ribs are. There's the left kind of right on the back side that's just really sore but if it's just something they'll take time I mean I don't really care to go to the doctor but someone was just you know you should check it I think you can heal faster if you go to see a chiropractor and get an adjustment on the left side of your body in your back they'll lay you on your stomach and they'll adjust your back I think you're you're out of whack just because of the way that you fell and it can they can fix it in about a minute Oh, okay. And as far as your outer left thigh, ease up on the weights even more because the, you you got you got a bunch of inflammation there and even tissue bruising. Wow, that's strange. And so okay. that that came up first. Um, well, there's nothing okay. to do about that other than lift up. I mean, other than lighten the weights. Uh, less reps, lighter weights in the short run until it doesn't hurt so much anymore. You know, I, I would get it, get, get your back adjusted mm-hmm. okay. first and then, and then do that. As far as your feet, I do see a little bit of fungus. Here's what I want you to do. Soak them in a tub of apple cider vinegar. Okay. Okay. I know that sounds really random, but that's what I got. And I've gotten it before for that exact thing. And, um, the apple cider vinegar is a natural way to kill it. And you think, oh, my gosh, my feet are going to smell terrible. But I've read, too, that apple cider vinegar can help with athletes' foot and also stinky feet. Okay. You know, when um, people's feet, okay. feet are, you know, they get stinky pigs. You see these little kids and say, oh, your piggy toes stink. Um, I play that game with little kids. But <laughs> they... Um, you know, I'll pretend like I'm smelling their feet and go, oh, my gosh, I think I'm going to fade. They smell so bad. And they don't, but it's just mm-hmm. a game that you can play with little people. Uh, and how long yeah, do you so soak it? Yeah, while you're watching TV, I don't know, 10 minutes, okay. something like that. And is something it something like that. I picked up from that pedicure yep. that's thinking yep. dirty? Yep. Okay, I was I do not feel good. That's why I've avoided them for twenty something years. But okay, yeah. well, thank you. And then um, I know you mentioned to someone else to take nystatin, but I don't remember us talking about that. Is there a reason why I don't need to take that? Is there something? Do you have candida? Yeah, you told me I had candida, but you didn't mention the nystatin. I don't think so. I'm just wondering well, if it's, it's fine for me it, not to take it. It's nectar of the gods. I mean, it works great. I use it. I drink that stuff every morning, and it tastes awful. Tastes like cat pee mm-hmm. smells. I mean, it is just, first time I tasted that, I thought, oh, my God, there is no way I'm going to mm-hmm. drink this stuff. But here I am almost 20 years later. I drink it every morning. Um, yeah, consider it. You know, talk to your okay. doctor about it. And those and two books, drink? I put uh, a um, half of a teaspoon full in about an inch of water in a real tiny little orange juice glass. Uh-huh. And I chug it down like you're like you're drinking a shot of you know tequila or whatever. Okay. <laughs> chug it down, and then I drink tons of water after it. I'll drink like you know a bunch of water, a glass of water after it because it tastes awful. And then I do that before I eat. So then the food okay. takes care of the taste in my mouth. But I'm telling you, Susie, it is nectar of the gods. That stuff oh, is miraculous. Okay. And the thing that's so cool about it is it kills off the yeast in the whole GI tract from the esophagus down through the stomach and the intestines and you know and all of that and it and it doesn't go systemic okay but then where do you get it I get it from the pharmacy and it's called oral nystatin powder and those two books that I mentioned earlier Uh the um 
the missing diagnosis by Dr. Orion Truss, T-R-U-S-S, and detoxification and healing by Sidney Baker. He's got a chapter in his book about it. Uh-huh. And he and Dr. Truss were colleagues. Dr. Baker's still alive, but Dr. Uh-huh. Truss is deceased. So, um, so get that, and there'll be information in there. And consider taking a copy to your doctor, because most doctors are, don't know anything about any of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, thanks. Okay. It's amazing. I love hearing you. I always love all the calls. They're so Thanks. Amazing. I love you calling in. <laughs> well, Have thank you so much. Take care. Okay. Have a great week. Bye-bye. Take care. You okay. too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Let me see if I can fit one more question. Uh online here. We've got about four minutes left. Here we go. Denise from West Hamlin, West Virginia asked, Hi, Julie. I listen to your podcast every week. I know that you've helped so many people and have given them a glimmer of hope and direction. Oh, thank you. About six months ago, I emailed you and said that I felt a huge change was going to happen in my life. It has now happened. I was let go from a job with people I love and with whom I've worked for the past 17 years, a job in which I have 30 years experience. I'm a newspaper graphic designer and have ink in my blood. I'm 57 years old and I'm now faced with trying to figure out what the next stage of my life is to be. Julie, I don't know where to turn. I've never been fired from a job. In fact, when I was let go, I was told it was a business decision and that they loved my work. I guess they couldn't afford me anymore. Can you help me, please? And here's my response. Hi, Denise. My heart goes out to you as you go through as you go through this metamorphosis into the next chapter of your life. I understand how scary it is to be laid off since it happened to me when I was 24. In my case, however, I used it as a path to figure out where I wanted to live and what I wanted to do. Within two weeks of being laid off, I interviewed for and was offered several positions. I accepted one and moved to Los Angeles. Since I started my first company there, met my husband and got married there, had my son there, invented surgical devices and founded several other companies there and loved being there for 15 years, I can honestly say my being laid off ended up being a huge blessing. I believe the same can and will happen for you. When I ask if it's in your best interest to stay in the graphic arts field, I get a yes. When I ask if it's in your best interest to stay in the newspaper graphic arts field, I also get a yes with a caveat. When I ask if it's in your best interest to broaden your scope to include non-newspaper graphics projects, once again, I get a yes. So that's the caveat. Don't just stay focused on newspaper. Broaden your horizons. Now, here are some suggestions. In the short run, I got it may be a good idea for you to contemplate an online career. Everything's digital and there's no reason you can't work from home. Look into becoming a freelance graphic artist on sites like elance.com and fiverr.com. It can bring an immediate income, get your name out there, and perhaps lead to a permanent position somewhere. Number two, consider volunteering at a local high school, college, or university. You could share your knowledge with students who will most likely educate you on the newest trends in the world of graphics. This could create opportunities for you to network with adults and kids alike. And who knows, some of those kids may have parents and or acquaintances whose companies need your skills. And then number three, listen to Design Matters, to the Design Matters podcast by Debbie Millman, debbiemillman.com. Debbie's an award-winning graphic artist and co-founder and professor of the School of Visual Arts in New York City. Tim Ferriss says she's designed everything from wrapping paper to beach towels, greeting cards to playing cards, notebooks to t-shirts, and Star Wars merchandise to global Burger King rebrands. I believe she's been involved with the packaging design of close to 20% of the products found in most grocery stores. Even though Debbie isn't a newspaper graphic artist, the fact she came to my mind when thinking of you tells me you'll glean ideas from listening to her show. Another reason may be Debbie's responsible for one of my favorite quotes, one that's applicable to all of us and especially you in your current situation. That quote is, hard decisions are only hard when you're in the process of making them. So follow your passion, take one step at a time, and trust that you'll be led to the next step. 
Good luck on your new adventure. I truly believe it's going to be terrific for you. And that timer means we're out of time, everybody. Thanks for joining me. I hope you have a wonderful weekend and an even better first of next week. Send me your questions. Call in next week. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook under Ask Julie Ryan. And schedule your individual consults, and and we'll have an hour to talk about whatever you want. So take care, everybody. Bye now. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to follow Julie on Instagram and YouTube at Ask Julie Ryan. And like her on Facebook at Ask Julie Ryan. To schedule an appointment or submit a question, please visit AskJulieRyan.com. This show is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be medical, psychological, financial, or legal advice. Please contact a licensed professional. The Ask Julie Ryan Show, Julie Ryan and all parties involved in producing, recording, and distributing it assume no responsibility for listeners' actions based on any information heard on this or any Ask Julie Ryan shows or podcasts.